What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hello, this is Steve Austin. I'm the prison ministry pastor here at New Vision. And I am reading from Psalm 86, verse 11, in the NIV version of the Bible. I'll read the verse, and then I'll tell you about a little uh, personal experience that I had that helped me surrender to the Lordship of Christ in my life. And then I will answer a couple of questions that I had to work through when it came to surrender. Psalm 8611, again from the NIV version of the Bible, Teach me your way, O Lord, that I may rely on your faithfulness. Give me an undivided heart that I may fear your name. An undivided heart. Wow. God, give me an undivided heart. You know, I, I realized for a long time that my heart was divided. I realized that I was attempting to serve both myself and God. I realized that the enemy had painted me such a picture of self that all I knew to do was to live my life for me because that's the only form of satisfaction that I thought I could find. So through a process of um, experiencing many, many things in my 10th treatment center, I was ready to walk out and um, uh, was actually headed out in my underwear. <laughs> I was so frustrated with life and with God. For the first time in my life, really, I was doing all the things that I knew God wanted me to do, and He still wasn't showing up in my life. So I gave Him uh, two hours. I stopped in the chapel right before I left the program. I leaned down. I bent down on my knees. I got on my knees, put my head in my hands in the seat of a chair, and I said, God, you've got two hours. If you don't meet me in two hours, then... Um, I'll know that I've gone so far that your grace cannot extend to me. And an hour and 55 minutes went by, and so I thought to myself, well, if, if God didn't show up in an hour and 55 minutes, then I guess my assumption is true. I'm just a little bit too far gone. So I was prepared to push myself off of the chair and stand up and twirl around and uh, prance out the door in my underwear and go on my merry way. Even though I knew I was going to die if I did that, that was my only solution because I, my very last hope was in God, and evidently He wasn't going to meet me either. He couldn't reach me, or I was too far gone to be reached. So in that moment, what I failed to realize is after an hour and a half of being on the hard tile floor on my knees, the bottom half of my body was completely asleep. So when I pushed off and pushed up from the chair, my bottom half did not respond, so I went straight over to the floor. And when my face hit, I just remember, oh my goodness, when my face hit the floor, I remember the power of God came in that room, listen, I, I know the power of God is around us. It's everywhere. 
But for some reason, God allowed me to feel his power and his nearness and his presence. And for the first time in my life, every single thing that I had ever searched for, every satisfaction, every heart's desire, everything that I had looked for to give me reason, purpose, significance, value, every bit of that in one instant was completely met in the presence of Jesus. I, 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 I Listen, I, I know that doesn't happen with everyone, but God knew for whatever reason, as extreme-minded and hearted as I am, God knew that I needed that kind of experience. And I'm here to tell you, that moment changed everything for me. In, in, in that moment, I just remember thinking how beautiful and how incredible and how awesome and how glorious you are, Jesus, and how pitiful and horrible and ugly I am. I saw myself in, in relation to how beautiful he is, but yet his love reached through all of my blackened rot and met me right where I was. That kind of love motivated me to give him everything of who I am. In that moment, the natural overflow for me was just to surrender to him, to the authority that was greater than me. And I remember saying to myself, God, God, if there's anything you can use, Jesus, if there's anything you can use for the rest of my life, I am yours. And at that moment, I knew that there were some non-negotiables. There were some things that I could not move in my life. And the movement that I would, that I would, that I foresaw in that moment was forward progress, pressing on toward the mark, toward the high calling that Jesus Christ has on my life. You know, this keeps me, when I think about saying no to God, or I think about having an argument with him, that thought process comes back to me. And I remember how revolutionary that moment was. And I remember how I gave myself to God and how every need in my heart was met in that moment. So the result of that kind of encounter that was measurable, that encounter was measurable because it changed the way that I saw God. It changed the way that I saw myself. And that prompted a surrender that was desirable. So I define surrender as the ongoing condition of a heart that continually seeks the heart of God at any cost. Now, that's the SJAV version. That's the Stephen James Austin version. And I, and I love the Stephen James Austin version because it says exactly what I needed to say. <laughs> um, surrendering is not an event. Surrendering is not an event. Listen, let's get that through our head. It's not an event. It is a process. When a person believes that surrendering to God is an event, then when things don't play out in our favor, we assume that we didn't surrender right or that we didn't surrender enough. You might even hear someone say, you know, I gave it to God, I laid it on the altar, but the next thing I know, I turned around and, and then picked it back up again. But listen, watch this. It would be impossible to yield your life to a God that you can't see when we can't trust him. The reason we can't trust him is because we simply don't know him. 
Surrender will be the natural response. It will be the natural overflow as we come to know God deeply. The more time we spend with God, the more of self we desire, we want to place under his leadership. So, why is surrender so difficult? First question, why is surrender so so difficult? Well, short answer is because we want to maintain control of our own lives. When God made humans, of course, he gave us the ability to make decisions. It's called free will choice. He doesn't force us into submission. Why? Because forced submission only generates deeper rebellion. And rebellion is an outward expression of an inward attitude and condition of the heart. God knows that if he were to force us to surrender into submission, it would push us further away. We are made to follow his leadership as we trust him. He is creator and we are created. We are made for a connection. We're made for deep intimacy with him. We are made to celebrate his goodness and worship him. Yet our own efforts to surrender have left us shortchanged in these areas. But here's the good news. God is the one who initiates this process. He is the one that moves us toward our own desires changing in his presence. We have a natural human passion to move us onto our own selfish agendas, but God changes our desires so that we desire his desires. Listen, it takes a work of God to transform what we desire, what we want, but when he does, wow, everything changes. So number two, who is this God that we are surrendering to? Well, Y'all know the answer to that. He's the creator of all good things. We all like good things. James 1.17 tells us that every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of heavenly lights, who does not change like the shifting of, sat- of shadows. Secondly, who is God? He is birthed from pure love. Birthed from pure love. Listen, he is the visionary who created a way for you and I to know him and ways that he can know us. He knows us intimately. He knows us by name. He has numbered the hairs on our head. James 1.18 says, He chose to give us birth through the word of truth that we might be the first fruits of all He has created. Birth from pure love, He's the visionary who created a way for us to know Him. And that's through Jesus. Third thing about God, He is the only one who sees from beginning to end and bases all of his decisions upon that full scope of knowledge. Listen, no one wants to surrender to a being that has the capacity of getting caught off guard or surprised. God has all knowledge in front of him, and he has based his eternal decisions upon the fullness of that knowledge. Wow, man, that gives me hope. Read Psalm 121 when you get a chance, and that'll give you a little bit of insight. I also want you to read Job chapter 38, and and this this goes with the, the fourth thing. Finally, we are surrendering to a God. Who is this God we're surrendering to? To the God who holds all power and accesses that power as he sees fit to accomplish his ultimate agendas. Therefore, what else should we give our lives to? Wow. So who are we surrendering to? We are surrendering to the one true living God, Jesus himself. Third question, what happens when we surrender? As you surrender, listen, God supersizes your life. As we surrender, God begins to trust us with his ultimate agendas. 
There are secret hidden mysteries of God waiting to be tapped into. There are places inside of us that can only be touched by God, and the only time He chooses to touch those places is when He already knows that we are fully and completely His. Man. Secondly, what happens when we surrender? We have a supernatural, holy confidence in every step we take throughout life, while purpose, meaning, value, and significance will be your friend. Oh my goodness. Man, I don't know about you, but that's how I want to walk. Third thing, what happens? God will give you the desires of your heart. Psalm 37, 4. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Delighting means to become so moldable that we give ourselves utterly and completely to God, depending upon him to shape us through whatever circumstances necessary so that we are shaped through the experiences we need and those experiences become the training ground to fulfill God's divine purposes in our life. Man, Listen, when we delight ourselves in the Lord, our desires become what it is that's on his heart. Man, so here's the last thing I want to leave you with. To refuse to surrender and to refuse to commit to God's plan is to willingly forfeit and hand back the vision that God himself has strategically created you to fulfill in life. So let me ask you a question. Do you know that God is asking you to surrender? What are some places in your journey that you've been struggling with that you know God is asking you to give up and to hand to Him? You know, I heard a story about the uh, Native Americans. Um, they devised a plan to trap monkeys. They would tie a small-mouthed, clear plastic jug to a tree and then place a banana in it. The monkeys would reach their hand into the jar, grab the banana, and because the monkey would not let go of its prize, it would be trapped. It would rather give up its freedom and hold than let go of that small piece of satisfying temporary food. You know, it seems obvious to us that all the monkey needs to do is just let go of the bait and it can escape. But because it views the treat as the ultimate prize and is unwilling to let go, it's trapped and it loses its freedom. I would bet there are some things that God is using this time today to speak to your heart. And there are some things that we have probably held on to for a long time. And those things have tied us to a tree and they've left us in bondage. I believe that God wants to use this podcast today, the podcast that you've been listening to, the podcast that you will listen to, the sermon series that we're in, the sermon series that's coming up, your personal spiritual growth time, the time that you spend with God in your personal journey, your small group, your accountability. I believe God is using every bit of that to speak to your heart so that you will let go of what you have deemed as the ultimate prize. And let him have control of your heart. Surrender is the ongoing condition of a heart that desires and gives God the freedom to do whatever he needs to do. Thank you for joining in today's podcast. I hope you'll tune in tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. 
To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.